Jay Garvin Show Home Mortgage Talk, Saturdays from 11 a.m. to noon, here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM and 1240 a.m. Now, here's Jay Garvin's. This segment is brought to you by Empire Title, Bill McAfee, your best of the best Colorado Springs 2013 gold winner. November, halfway through November, I'm Jay Garvins, and the fall has arrived. If you're hearing my voice for the first time, you crazy listeners, you, I'm Jay, I'm your friend. You've tuned into the Jay Garvins Show, and we have had an outstanding month of shows so far in November, and we're not going to stop now. Just last week, I had an amazing and resounding response from a class that I did the first time ever, reverse responsibly, months and months of research for me and helping individuals with understanding and using your reverse mortgage. You can go into the archives to get that. Just prior to that, the first weekend of the month, we did an instant cult classic, Can't See the Forest for the Trees, talking about getting the big picture in your life on mortgages and finances and retirement and not getting all wrapped up around the axle. So those are great shows, but today we got a whole new direction for you. I have done right here more than two weeks of research on the uh, election that just passed. It doesn't matter what party you are. Everybody has had an opinion on this as to why the sweeping changes happened. Half of the people are making excuses and the other are making celebratory gestures. Now I'm going to cover all of that today and jumping right into this, Matt, I'm going to get the drum roll and the title of today's radio shows for you, the listener, is Back to the Basics, Spend Less, Earn More. I keep my radio show simple and fun, and that's what we're talking about because that's what I believe the election made as a statement, a simple getting back to the basics, government, finances, retirement, mortgages, real estate is not difficult. These are not complex subjects. You just cannot muddy the water with confusion. It's not going to work. If you confuse any conversation, it's going to frustrate you and slow you down. But if you simply get back to the basics, simple rules of spending less and earning more, things work at an individual household level, at a city level, at a county level, at a state level. And yes, too, sending a message out to this administration, my peeps in Washington, it even works at the national level. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Some say, well, spend less and save more. Nah, not really. Here's a uh, intense thought for you, a statement. Do you know that you cannot save yourself to wealth? You cannot save your way to prosperity. You can save your way to stability, nah, but not prosperity. And I believe these elections sent a message to Washington and the state as we found out here with the change of seats at Cory Gardner's level and other levels here at the state level, that big government and its time is limited. Big entitlement and its time is limited. Time to hook up for the... The free ticket train? That's got limited time in our future. 
the big budget train, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. No. It's back to the basics. Spend less and earn more, not only at Washington's level, not only at our state's level, not only at our city's level, but in your household, if you can just spend less and earn more, you will have a positive and easy formula for reduced stress, a balanced budget, and a growing retirement. So, before we do that, I want to go into... Oh, interrupted by the knock on the door. Housekeeping! Housekeeping! We need to do some housekeeping. Every week, I read dozens of journals to share with you, whether it's the Gazette, whether it's the Wall Street Journal, whether it's a book on reverse mortgages or the 15-year mortgage or a John Maxwell book or a Todd Duncan book or a Andy Andrews book. I read and I tell you some of the most updated information. Now, in the business arena, I want to share with you this last week in the paper. It's more of the same theme. Remember to tune in next week. When we have uh, Bill McAfee in again for the economic update, Bill McAfee owns Empire Title. An amazing gentleman and his wife have a great title company, the largest in the city of Colorado Springs. He is my largest radio partner here with me on the Jay Garvin Show. You feel free to call me at 330-1457 as I go through these housekeeping items with you. If you are driving, drive responsibly. You can get a hold of me at a 3301457 but if you don't call now when you're at home go to radiomortgage.com I not only host this show I not only am proudly your Southern Colorado home mortgage Jedi but I also own Garvin's Mortgage Group have for years and have personally helped more than 850 people through the loan process over seen the process more than 4,000 times, and I can help you, and I'm telling you this updated information is important. Area home prices continue to go up again. The median home price in Colorado Springs in October now climbed to 224950 That's amazing because I just bought another house almost exactly at that price, a house that we bought in 2012, which we bought at $170,000 as an investment property is already worth almost 200000 because what Warren Buffett says is very simple, but very, very profound. Here it goes. Buy low, sell high. All right, we're going to switch it around here. We're on a roller coaster, popping it in the other direction. Here's Warren Buffett in reverse. Well, I'll be honest. Sell high, buy low. That's as difficult as it gets, listeners. Just buy low. The market's at a low with houses. The stock market's at the high, is starting to and considering a major adjustment. We almost had one last month. That was a little bit of a teaser. But as you see these home prices going up, I want you to understand that through the first 10 months of this year, sales totaled over 9,500 sold homes in El Paso County, Pikes Peak region, That's a 1.5% increase from last year, and it's very low at the bottom of the bell curve. But now is the time to buy because interest rates are historically low, houses are still affordable, and all of these are going to be just like the song, Bye, Bye, Miss American Pie. Play that song during the break there, buddy. 
because that's what's going to happen. So you want to get on this train, and if you have an FHA or a VA loan right now, rates are still historically low at about 3.75%. For every 1%, you can go down if you're in the mid to high fours. There's a reset, streamline interest rate reduction loan that you can do. No income, no asset, no appraisal. Time is limited. Get it done before the end of the year. And if you need to do cash out to eliminate some debt responsibly, complete it before Christmas. Interest rates on conventionals are only like 4% as well. So as I sum up the housekeeping... Remember to do that. Remember that I've only got one class left this entire year, and that's this coming Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. for investment property homeowners. So if you or your real estate agent or your partner or friend or coworker or sister or brother or uncle want to come, call now because we're halfway filled, and if we do not fill up, then I'm going to postpone it until next year. So don't go anywhere. Call me during the break at 330-1457 or go to your computer, tablet, or your iPad and reach out at RadioMortgage.com where I will return, jumping right into the show, back to the basics, spending less and earning more. Jay Garvin Show Home Mortgage Talk here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM and 1240 AM. We're back with our Home Mortgage Jedi, Jay Garvin. And this segment is brought to you by Innovative Financial Management. Mike Cesari, a financial planner that you can trust. Come together right now. Well, thanks for staying tuned. I am Jay, and you're listening to The Jay Garvin Show right here on Cardio, and I have been waiting two full weeks with papers in front of me, excited to talk about what in the heck just happened over the last two weeks of the election, okay? And now I'm certified and qualified to talk about this because, yes, I just talked to Yoda in the production booth, and he confirmed one more time. You must the force around you that in southern colorado at least in the pikes peak region you are talking to the where i will slash through some of the confusion of this election i will spew out my opinion whether you call or not i will give you the details of my demographics that i believe are affected and we together will come together with a hug a kumbaya moment when you better understand real estate, mortgage, budgeting, financing, and hopefully what will be a very large retirement at the end of your life. So, looking at the front page in the last couple papers here over the election, one of the biggest ones that I saw was GOP power 
raises in not only Congress, but the capitals. And everybody knows that the Republicans gained the required more than six seats to take control of the Senate at Washington's level. And that was the big story. And I'm so distant and you're so distant from Washington. We can't really relate to that. You and I know we had a very close race at the governor's level between Bupre and Governor Hickenlooper. Those are things that we know personally. What happened in the other campaigns, in the other states in the union? What happened in the House of Representatives? How historical are these moments? And this will all tie back to getting back to the basics, because I'm going to bring it back to you and I. I'm going to bring it back to my budget. I'm going to bring it back to your finances. And eventually, I'm going to bring it back to your mortgage. And if you don't own a home, to your rent payment. Because it all comes back to the basics of spending less and earning more. Now, one of the biggest headlines over the last couple weeks is, do you understand, Jay, that there's the largest majority in Congress in Washington by the Republicans since 1946 and the Truman years, coming out of the Great Depression and the Second World War. That is pretty significant. It's almost amazing to be living through these times. And what were you saying? What was El Paso County saying? Because I'm going to review the political, but I think it's so much more than that. I think this is actually the tail wagging the dog. I think all of these political issues with the Senate, all the political issues at the National House of Representatives, all the political issues at individual state houses, all of the issues in Denver with the fight and what we've just seen as the result of the changing control of the Senate in Colorado, the 18 to 17 split between Republicans and Democrats, the change in power in the House of Representatives. I think there's a tail wagging the dog because all of those are tied to what you and I are going to discuss the most today. And what I believe is the most important is how much take-home pay are we as Americans gaining or losing as time goes on? And what is the economy doing? And if you define the economy as creating jobs or the lack thereof, of providing for your family or the lack thereof, are fighting with inflation or the lack thereof, are fighting with your finances, are fighting with your budget, is what drove all of these elections. This show, you and I, our conversation, whether it shows about not seeing the forest for the trees, if it's a reverse mortgage, if it's explaining a 15-year mortgage, if it's explaining making smart money decisions, mama knows best, whether it's balancing your monthly budget, any of that, saving money on your mortgage, putting more money away in a 15-year mortgage, all of that are smart and essential financial decisions. That's the fiber of the family here in Pikes Peak region, and that's, I believe, what for the first time in a long time drove this election. Our right to life or the right to choice issues important? They are. Our racial issues and equality issues important? Yes, but not the central figure in this last election. Is the war on women or the fabrication thereof an important issue? Sometimes yes, 
Not so much this last election. This last election, it was the tail wagging the dog, where for one of the first times in a long time, you and I collectively as a person, as a family, as a unit, as a city, as a county, and even as a state with Cory Gardner, said enough is enough. Let's get back to the basics spend less and earn more now let's talk about this so the republicans fully control 28 state houses and state legislatures now that is huge that means 28 out of the 50 states not only have a republican governor but they have republican house of representatives and a republican senate that is more in this country since 1928 that is the Roaring Twenties before the Great Depression. Don't tell me this election was not significant. State capitals across the country, there will be more Republicans than any point since the Roaring Twenties. I believe there is now 32 Republican governors and only 18 Democrats. More than a half a dozen Republican governors secured their incumbentship like Ohio Wisconsin and Governor Walker, and the list goes on and on and on. Especially in three key states, it's like Massachusetts, Maryland, and Illinois, all throughout their Democratic governors. I don't want to talk politics. I want to talk why they did it. Because I believe Republican governors in, like, Wisconsin with Walker went back to the basics. Get the state budget under control. Spend less and earn more. As a state, activate business. Allow the taxes to build more revenue. Have serious talks to decrease your debt. Have debates with state unions to get the budget under control. That's what they've mandated in Illinois, where people have literally referred to Illinois as the Argentina of the Midwest. That state is $2 billion in debt. How in debt is your family? What will have to be done before you get back to the basics of spending less and earning more? That's what I think we've seen in this election. Other things that we've seen... Like I told you, that Republicans or conservative-minded individuals control over 28 state legislators, uh, legislative bodies. There's 32 governorships, and I believe in hard times, regardless of what people believe, they're like, well, let's bring in a businessman to balance this state, balance this budget, balance this company, balance this city, balance this family, and get it back under control. Tighten up the belt. Or get back to the basics and spend less and earn more. Now, Republicans already have the majorities, and I looked into articles, and some of the biggest items that are of interest for this changeover in power over the last two weeks is, hey, we want to get budgets under control. We want to eliminate excess spending. We want to negotiate with state employee unions. I had a conversation with my mom the other week where my sister is struggling as a librarian in the city of Brookfield, and I said, congratulations, Mom. She's going through what I had to go through in 2008. As a business owner, as my brother is a plumber, 
as my older brother's an engineer, as I'm a mortgage broker, we all had to have our coming to Jesus conversation. I'm telling you, I'm coming to Jesus. I didn't have a choice in 2008 to tighten my budget. I only made 25 grand that year. You make some decisions differently when your wage is cut up underneath you like a machete through your knees. That's what you've had to do. That's what the private sector has had to do. That's what companies have had to do. We have a Congress, we have an administration that's mad at business owners because they're not spending enough money. You're not hiring enough people. What? You want us to spend money irresponsibly like municipals? No. Business won't do it because in uncertain times, as a business owner, do you know what I do? I put money in the bank. I sell my Mercedes and buy a Ford Escape. What big old four-wheel drive dually toting truck do you have? Or your neighbor or your friend or your kid or your cousin? Hey, Earl's coming over for Thanksgiving and he's got a really good car. Just don't know that there's a $790 mortgage payment on that. Used to bust my chops in the military when I would have some E-nothing in the military squirt up next to me in a formation, and he's got some $65,000 truck, and I've got my 1994 used Mustang. As the commander, it's tough. He looks tougher. Until it's time to buy a house. Until it's time to separate from the military. And then they want to go on subsistence. you got to go back to the basics. You've got to spend less and earn more. I tell people, I'm not here to offend people, but I'll say it publicly. We don't have a woman problem in this country. we got a man problem. The most exciting thing that I read is the women in Congress. I, I, I've known for, for decades that the women are the leaders. They're the ones working and cooking dinner and juggling. Just talk to my operations manager. Just talk to my executive assistant. Just talk to my marketing gal. They're the ones that run the company. I'm one of the few guys that can keep up with them. Everybody else has got, like, football head. But when I have to work 60 hours a week, I work 60 hours a week. And you don't see me complaining doing it. I thank God that I got the help. But here, 11 newly elected senators are an average age of 16 years younger and get this, there are now new women across the board in the Senate. Here we've got this Maya Love in Utah, which is amazing. You've got an African-American female conservative in the House of Representatives for the first time. That's hats off to women. How about this uh, Elise Stefanik, who's 30 years old from New York. She's a Republican, youngest woman in the Congress. That's amazing. Did you know somewhere out of the South, I don't know, it's something like Tennessee or Arkansas or something, an 18-year-old millennial female beat out like a 44-year-old. Ba-bam! This is women, and people of the young generation make it a difference. Gen Xers are coming into Congress hand over fist. The average age of the new people elected is 50, where prior those leaving is 66 years old. There's a lot of things changing, and these individuals are learning that collectively we need to go back to the basics. So don't go anywhere. I'm going to be back continuing this conversation back to the basics, spending less and earning more. Sign up for my last class and seminar of the year, the 18th of November, this coming Tuesday at 6.30, Investment Property Ownership. I've only got four seats left now. 
So you have to get with me. That's important. I'm getting a uh, written statement from my marketing director right now. So call me at 330-1457 and sign up. And make sure that you also go to RadioMortgage.com with any comments or questions. I'll be back right after the break. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show. I am woman, hear me roar, in numbers too big to ignore. And I know too much to go back and pretend. Cause I've heard it all before, and I've been down there on the floor. No one's ever gonna keep me down again. Whoa, yes, I'm white, but it's wisdom for the pain. Yes, I pay the price, but look how much I gain. The Jay Garvin Show Home Mortgage Talk here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM and 1240 AM. We're back with our Home Mortgage Jedi, Jay Garvin's. Woo hoo! Well, thanks for staying tuned. I am Jay and I'm your friend, and we together are at KRDO. News Radio, where the remainder of the day I'm covering the conversation with you of going back to the basics, spending less and earning more. I do want to tell you some of the iconic archived radio shows that I did, like Term Limits, where I talked to you about the importance of understanding the difference between a 15-year and a 30-year mortgage is absolutely going back to the basics. It allows you to spend less and earn more in compounding interest as you progress through your life. The big thought for that one was very significant decisions don't have to take weeks, hours, or months to make. They're made in minutes, but you can make strong financial decisions that create wealth later in your life. Can't see the forest for the trees. That's a very, very good class, a very good radio show that I did the 1st of November. Go grab that archive. Because that tells you about keeping your eyes focused on the big picture and not getting wrapped in all the small details of life's mucha that will bring you down. Those are big ideas. How about the one that I did reverse responsibly? If you've got anybody that's 62 years or older, that's an essential archive to get. Just go to jgarvins.com. Or just go to RadioMortgage.com and ask for a copy of it, and we can give all that information to you. So today I took all this time and notes to go through the election results, and I'm going to tell you here in the power segment, this next segment, what I think it means with all that happened across this country. I mean, there has to be something significant that's stated clearly in the fact that we have more complete control of state houses, representatives, and senators across the country than we've had since 1928. It not only shows a void from the current policies in the economy in this administration, but I think more than anything, it's the American people begging, demanding that we get back to the basics, that we get this economy moving, that we earn more. 
that we have responsible, fiscally responsible states, cities, and counties that balance the budget. My God, first at the senatorial national level to create a budget. That's very, very important. The big messages is about cutting taxes, easing up restrictions on business, getting things going that'll spark the economy like the Keystone Pipeline, making ourselves less dependent on foreigners. These are all very, very simple ideas. They're very, very simple. But how do we translate these ideas into your and my budget? I mean, one good survey that I saw in business that's a great transitional conversation is that businesses are slowly but methodically adding jobs, more than 230,000 jobs added by business. That's a key factor. I'm sorry what people say. The government cannot create jobs. Private business creates jobs. And that's what you and I need. But once you earn more money, once you get a better job, that's only half of it. You have to spend less. And in order to spend less, you can't ignore lingering debt. See, because like I spoke, I think it was last week in the reverse mortgage class, by an elderly couple at 81 getting a reverse mortgage and eliminating a monthly mortgage payment of $1,000, they are getting rid of something that encumbers them on a monthly basis. Now, that's a unique example. But by understanding the advantage of paying off compounding interest in a 15-year mortgage as opposed to a 30-year mortgage and thinking of that when you're 25, 35, or 40 rather than 60, 70, or 80, you have the ability to own your house outright if you do that at 30 by the time you're 45, and that's how you spend less. You spend less by eliminating debt. And there's one specific method that I call the snowball method. There's other national radio show hosts that use this, but it's very, very simple. The way you spend less is you buy less, and you start to focus on your debt and your budget, and don't pretend it's a boogeyman underneath your bed that you ignore. You and I together are smart enough. The mission statement clearly with the mortgage company that I own is to transparently lead individuals through the mortgage process through education, diverse options, and superior customer service. Those options are what you have to get a second job, earn more. To go back to work after your children are in school, earn more. To work hard and get a raise in a growing economy, earn more. And then take that money, just like I took the money every time I made a promotion in the military, I lived on my previous rank and income and saved the difference. That was my approach separating out, getting a second job, not being so proud that you don't deliver a pizza, that you don't get a lawn job, that you don't get an evening job at Home Depot. Those are all futile efforts if you don't stop the dam, if you don't cork the bathtub, and don't allow the money that you're earning to continue to leak out. That's where I'm proud of you because you take that extra money and you focus it at your smallest extra bill. And if you have five bills ranging from 100 bucks to $2,000, take the smallest first. 
make the minimum payments on the remainder of your debt and get momentum and victory with that small debt. Once you pay off that flat screen TV for 500 or 900 bucks, celebrate. Even if it's as small as going out to Texas Roadhouse, celebrate that victory. Oh, by the way, that's one way you can spend less as well. Do you know three out of every four people can eliminate more than $200 out of their monthly budget simply by eating out less? Are you so good? Am I so good that I can't pack a lunch and bring it to my work? Do I have to go out to Chipotle or to the sushi and spend 30 bucks on lunch? If I'm serious about spending less and earning more, I'm not too proud. That's something I have to be willing to do. Are you? Because today we're talking about getting back to the basics. Talking about state houses reducing budgets. Talking about governors making hard decisions of downsizing government. Does all of this sound familiar? Breathe deeply. You and I can do the same thing right in our households. But someone has to take control. And I know that you can. And I'm preaching to the choir here because 85% of you are responsible homeowners. But tag, I'm it. Tag, you're it. This is a classic example of getting back to the basics. You and I have to take a handful of people and teach them passionately how to live within their means. Our capitalistic marketing world is not going to teach your kids. If you can't follow the rules yourself, you have to discipline yourself and say, Jay, I need help. Call me at 330-1457 and I can help you. That's one of the few ways I agree with a refinance where if you have growing equity and you're willing to cut up your credit cards, if you're willing to say this is your last car payment you're going to have, the next one you're going to buy for cash, then a cash out can be very, very beneficial. It can allow you to get momentum. But you have to have that life-changing moment. You have to have that coming-to-Jesus moment. We have to get back to the basics. And it's not that hard. You just spend less and you earn more. Yeah, savings is important. You do a debt snowball where you pay off your smallest payment for your flat-screen TV. Then you gain momentum with your $2,000 credit card. Then when you've paid off that flat screen TV and you've paid off that credit card, then you take both of those balances and those monthly payments and you put it toward the third debt. So now instead of $200 on a car payment, you're putting $400 on a car payment and you're gaining momentum or rolling the snowball. That's what the snowball method is. You roll into more and more momentum until you're to the biggest one, your home mortgage. That's when you put it into a 15-year mortgage. That's when you realize your rate is so good that you don't refinance it. You just call me at 330-1457 and get an updated amateurization schedule and say, Jay, if I want to pay this off in 15 years, how much now, starting today, do I have to pay to get this paid off in 15 years. So by the time I'm 47, by the time I'm 57, I have the last $120,000 on my house paid off. That's a great example of getting back to the basics. Now, why do you think individuals turn to conservative governors in a time of distress? That's what we did a couple weeks ago. 
on the 4th of November. Does it matter when you hear people say, let's balance the budget? Does it matter when you hear people say, let's reduce burden of taxes? Yes, it is going to cost us a social program or two. Yeah, Scott Walker in Wisconsin actually wants people drug tested to receive food stamps and subsistence. Is that a realistic expectation? If I'm going to help you with a mortgage, is it realistic that I expect you to cut up your credit cards before I let you pay them off? I don't know. I actually don't care because if you call my company, it is. If you refer someone to my company, that's what I'm going to tell you. I'm no smarter than you. I've just got experience, but I'm not going to give someone a rope just tight enough to hang themselves. So you don't go anywhere because I'm going to transition into the power segment. And I'm going to give you some key points that you can take with you in order to get back to the basics in spending less and earning more. Remember to sign up. This is the last time I'm telling you. If anybody wants to learn about investment property ownership or get some connections made in that industry this coming Tuesday, the 18th of November, I'm going to be doing a class from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. on investment property ownership. You go to radiomortgage.com. Radiomortgage.com right now to sign up. I'll be back after the break to summarize up the show. I am never someone back to the basics, back, back to the basics. You know that never someone back to the basics, back, back to the basics, back to the The Jay Garvin Show Home Mortgage Talk here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM and 1240 AM. We're back with our home mortgage Jedi, Jay Garvin's. This is the last segment of the Jay Garvin Show here today on the 15th of November. And or if you're listening to a replay here on Sunday the 16th. I am completing my conversation of back to the basics, spending less than earning more. I really believe there was a shift, a major shift in this last election cycle two weeks plus ago or about two weeks, whatever, that we had a lot of individuals that stood for big government, the lack of fiscal discipline, spending money, more programs, bogging down the economy and government. Regardless of what you think about that, there are a lot of individuals that just got elected because there was a confirmation that they were spending less, tightening budgets. They want to ignite business in the private sector. They want to create jobs in a different way than creating another government program or another action. And I'm not going to go back into all the details of that. But there are a lot of individuals nationwide and also within the state that want to responsibly work together in order to get this economy going. And I can talk to you down at a micro level, where that's at a macro level, to say how can you and I do that in southern Colorado, in the Pikes Peak region, in El Paso County, in Colorado Springs, and in our city and actually in your house. How difficult is it to get back to the basics, to simply spend less and earn more? 
what are some ways that you can earn more? There's no doubt at all that you can save yourself to stability. It is correct that money that you save can be applied or spent elsewhere. That's a great analogy in eliminating debt. But the reason I say earn more is because you cannot save yourself to wealth. You can't save yourself to prosperity. And if you can't think about wealth without guilt, if you can't think about prosperity without possibility, you and I are not going to get to retirement. You have to live small enough until you're putting enough money away by the time you're 60 or 70, we both supplement our income with something other than Social Security. Matt, this is a news flash. Social Security most likely isn't going to be there when I reach 65 in 20 years or 18 years, and I'm not depending on it. I don't have big, huge stock investments or 401ks because I haven't worked for big corporations. I have a military retirement and a pension, which is great. But I've also used houses to formulate a strategy for my retirement. That's how I'm going to earn more. How are you going to earn more? Are you going to use the snowball method to eliminate your debt? Are you going to ask for my help to get an emergency fund set aside? Will you challenge yourself as I give you three key points in the power segment to take away with you today? Because in order for you and I to move forward... With a growing economy, with a growing wage, with a growing savings account, all of that goes on a growing economy. Some of us can control that a little bit, like myself, because I run a company, Garvin's Media Group and Garvin's Mortgage Group. The more we grow, the more of you I hire, and the more wage that we can create. Do you know what makes a difference whether you refinance your loan with Quicken Loan as opposed to Garvin's Mortgage Group? Because if you refinance your loan with Wells Fargo or Quicken Loans, a very small percent of the money that you spend and the revenue that's made stay in this community. That's just a fact, Jack. If you refinance a home or buy a home with a mortgage from my company, Garvin's Mortgage Group, 100% of all your closing costs, your appraisal, everything stays in this community. If I help 400 of you rather than 200 of you, I hire 10 more people. That person might be your son. That person might be your wife. That person might be your uncle. That person right now might be your coworker who is due to be fired. That's how we work together as a community. That's how we get back to the basics. Earning an extra job, earning an extra income doesn't have to be as difficult as you think. If you're a stay-at-home mom, which there aren't many anymore, it's okay for you to get a part-time job if your kids are in school. That's going to help you with your retirement. I talked to a guy, David, the other week that his wife, like, works at USAA, and he's a licensed real estate agent, and he doesn't have a job. Just let me tell you, get off your rear end. Go get a job. If you got two legs, go down to Home Depot, go down to 7-Eleven, and get a job, period. What's wrong with you? That's what my dad would say to me. Am I too hard for saying that? Well, it's hard to get a job. Well, work harder. That's what I get fired up. I'm preaching to the choir here, but take someone underneath your arm and mentor them. I'm mentoring three separate guys, Justin, Brandon, and Adam, on how to build and manage a handyman business and a small construction company. Tag, I'm it.
I speak transparently, but all of you, I mean, like Paul Wegeman, you are one of the most amazing radio listeners and clients and personal friends that I have. I can't imagine how many men that gentleman has mentored. So it's exciting, whether you're a guy, a gal, young or old, let's mentor people back to the basics in spending less and earning more. So in the last three minutes here, I'm going to tell you and suggest optimistically, enthusiastically, passionately to consider three things here as we go into December. Number one, analyze what you're spending and analyze your budget. If you don't know what a budget is, call me at 330-1457 and I'll help you figure it out. But you have to analyze what's coming in and what's going out. And if the bathtub's leaking, pop the plug and put it in and stop the drip. Number two, determine before the end of the year what your financial goals are. A lot of people laugh, well, Jay, you're real positive. Well, you know what? I got a dream board. I know I want to get an airplane. I know I want to take my kid to another football game. I know for spring break I want to take my kids on the Zephyr Amtrak train out to California. I have specific detailed dreams and plans. What are your financial goals? What are your priorities in 2015? And lastly, call me. I only say this in one season of the year. Because there's people that pay $110 an hour to get my consultation for investment properties, what to earn and buy in Hawaii and all of that. You, the radio listener, between now and the end of the year, I offer you that service for free, waived, to sit down with me for an hour or more and say, Jay, help me determine what my goals might be. What are some possibilities? What's the essentials of the budget? What are the essentials of reducing debt through the snowball method? All of those things, you can call me at 330-1457. So before I go, I say go grow and prosper. Tell someone close to you that you love them. And if you haven't found your passion in life, get down on your knee and pray. Because that's what I found in you, the radio listener, my passion. So enjoy the rest of your weekend. You've been listening to The Jay Garvin Show. And I am your friend right here on Caradio News Radio. You've got a friend in me. You've got a friend. The preceding program is a paid program on KRDO News Radio. The opinions and views expressed don't necessarily represent the views and opinions of the staff and management of KRDO News Radio. 105.5 FM and 12:40 AM. Yeah, you got a friend in me.